0: The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that order in today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because baby, there's no time like the present. Especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, zero dollar delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time ped tie baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2019-2023. Current Uber One numbers not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at 9.99 each month starting 3 months from initial enrollment. slash uber one for terms benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Tonight Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right, Chunkies, good afternoon. How the devil are we all? Two weeks just coming up into the new season. Well, it will be this weekend when we uh, travel down to the Emirates. And not much longer left on the uh, old transfer window. But the Premier League is back. The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Indeed, please do. If you haven't already, if you're new to the channel, please do subscribe. If you are already a subscriber, please hit the or even smash it the likes button it does help with the old youtube algorithms and at my age you need all the help you can get hey welcome along it is the lester till i die new show and i've not done it for a few days (laughs) basically because there's not been much happening but kind of the doors opening and closing Indeed. Uh, Scott's in. Good evening, Scott. How the devil are you? Hope you are well, sir. Uh, Spencer, hello to you as well. I hope you are also very, very well. Uh, As Scott says there, please like this stream. Exactly what I was just saying before. It is brilliant. A lot of of different shows and a... a (laughs) I'll tell you about the one that's coming up later, but it's a little bit different, a little bit different. Mike's in. Good evening, Mike. Thanks very much. How the world are you? You're still buzzing? Um, did you win? I, I, I have to apologise. <laughs> I Mike, Mike is a is a good friend. He's a Man United stroke Newport fan, although having said that, he's more Newport now, which is where he's from. Uh, he is Welsh. I'm guessing it might have been the Carrow Cup. I don't know. Uh, and Scott is saying hello to the chat. Well, we've finally seen some action down the old KP. Uh, so let's be having a look at what the news are saying, shall we? Let's get straight into it and let me know your comments and what you think of the news as we go through it. So, starting off with Arsenal, uh, Arsenal make Yuri Tilleman's decisions. Well, maybe. Uh, Arsenal may not make a summer, but they may not make a summer move now for Leicester City midfielder Yuri Tillemans, with the Gunners prepared to wait for a year to try and get him on a free transfer. The Belgian has entered the final year of his contract, as we know, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, Arsenal are the club most heavily linked with the player. City have been in talks with Tillemans over a new deal for well over a year, uh, but obviously he is refusing to sign so what what do you guys think about this this tillemans i know it 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 is taking up i'm not gonna lie it is taking up a hell of a lot of our talk time i'm not i'm not gonna lie on that at all um but is it fair you know will he sign a one-year deal what are your what are your guys thoughts on telemans are you getting fed up and just want him out now um what have i got oh is it is it not the same article on screen i do apologize Uh, (laughs) my eyes aren't what they used to be i think we'll just do it like this then just do it like this um i'm at the point where look stay or go because you know if Arsenal are going to hope to get you free in a year, that may or may not happen. Hopefully, Tielemans will sign the contract. I feel like we've been talking this over and over and over again. But I have got, if there's any Arsenal fans watching, I have got some news for you. Tielemans will actually be playing at the Emirates on Saturday. Yep. There we go. A He's also in a new film, Arrival? The future comes early. Maybe it is. Maybe it is indeed. Um, appearing this weekend uh, at the Emirates. So, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny, or is it just me that's going to think this, wouldn't it be funny if... I am still here, by the way. Hello. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if... He went and scored a couple of goals. Oh, even gets a hat trick. How nice would that be? He could bugger off then. You know I mean? Just get I'd love that. I'd love it. I would love that if it happened. Um going down to Arsenal, getting Yuri Tillerman still in the team. Um <laughs> putting three past Arsenal. I will love it <laughs> if we beat them. Love it. Wouldn't you just, wouldn't you just? Um I think the longer the window goes on, the more likely it is he stays. I am thinking so, to be honest with you. Um I think if I was a betting man, I would probably say he'll sign a one year contract so that you know we're not gonna lose him next season for nothing. Uh, which would be pretty decent of him. And I think he'd still be here. And as I've said before, I think he's the difference between us maybe getting into Europe or not getting into Europe. And obviously, if we get into Europe, that's a lot of money and we could then probably afford to let him go. So, um, yeah, we beat Luton away, says Mike, from 1-0 down. Well done, Newport. Well done, indeed. Um, Yannick Vestergaard, we've put a price tag on him. We are prepared to let him go for £12 this summer. Uh, But the Denmark international would apparently prefer a loan move, having only just joined the Foxes last season. This is according to the Daily Mail. He is keen to secure valuable game time to boost his chances of making an appearance in this year's World Cup. Despite being a regular player for Southampton, before his move to the King Power, he has started just six games to Brendan Rodgers, making a total of 20 outings in his first season. Now, like I say, I do feel a little bit sorry for Yannick Vestergaard because he's coming to a side. He's coming to a side that was having problems last season. We know that, you know, the defence wasn't brilliant. Um the defence, sorry, just moved that around a little bit. The defence wasn't brilliant, and um, he, he struggled coming into it. It was different every week, but he hasn't impressed us. I think he maybe had one good game for us. It was in Europe. Um, I mean, if if Fulham have come in, I thought Fulham would come in with 11 million. If we're going to be holding on to this guy for the sake of one million, why? Let him go <laughs> for the sake of a million pounds. Um, uh, if he doesn't want to go on for sale, if he wants to go out on loan, well, Yannick, it's gonna be down to you. You go out and sell and maybe go to Fulham and get into the Danish squad for the World Cup because you'll be playing week in, week out, or you stick with Leicester because you don't want to be sold. We don't play you very often, and you ain't gonna be picked for the World Cup team, are you? For Denmark. Um so, I think the, the decision is going to rest with with him, obviously. Um, Hassan, good evening, sir. How are you? Welcome along. Um, I really do like Vestergaard, but our style of play doesn't suit him, unfortunately. You're quite right, again. You know, he was an emergency buy because of what happened to Fafana. Um, he turned Fulham down because they wouldn't meet his personal terms, apparently. But... Like I say, it all all comes to a a thing of what he really wants. Is he bothered for a few extra thousand pounds a week? Or does he want to be in the Denmark World Cup squad? Because I'll tell you this now. If he stays at Leicester, he will not get enough game time to get into um, into the Denmark World Cup squad. He definitely won't. So the choice is his. The choice really is his. George tunes in. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? I hate the lads. No, <laughs> oh, that was awful, wasn't it? <laughs> I hope you are well. So let's just hope... Well, of man I'm not sure who the other one was, but somebody else came in for him as well. So let's hope uh, that they may come back. Uh, we're going to lose three million on him, but hey-ho, what's three million between friends? Um, Chelsea in relu- uh, reluctance over for Fafana deal. Chelsea reportedly reluctant to break the record for the most expensive defendant in the world to sign Wesley Bafana due to a previous deal done by Leicester City. Basically, what they're saying is we got 80 million for Harry Maguire. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry. I know. I can't do accents. Um, Vestergaard was always a panic by the way. He was indeed. Um, yeah, you've. We sold Harry Maguire for eighty million. Now I know he's, he's struggling at Man United. Um, don't forget, I can say I, I changed my, my my whole attitude towards Harry Maguire when I when I learnt um, that he'd signed that ex- contract extension, so that we didn't lose out on any money. What we want, basically, asking um, um, Tillemans to do now. <laughs> If Harry Maguire was worth 80 million, I believe he was because when he left us, he was our first choice centre back. He was in the England squad. Uh, and I think he was worth 80 million. Now, what's happened to him at Manchester United, that is up to Manchester United. He was not a bad player when he left us. Maybe Manchester United have made him into a bad player. But then again, look at the couple of seasons that Manchester United have had. Be honest with you. Be honest now, guys. <laughs> Who hasn't had a bad few seasons at Manchester United? Um, and I you know, Leicester are talking about 85 million for, for Fafana. He signed a five year contract. Chelsea aren't going to come and put up the money. Like with Arsenal, do one. He ain't going, I don't think he'll go for anything less than 80 the same. I think we want more than we had got for Maguire. Just an interesting fact. I was having this chat with somebody earlier. Harry Maguire, would you have him back? Would you have him back with a cheaper price tag? You know, like um, Cortinho went to uh, uh, Barcelona for 100-odd million quid and then came back to, to, to Villa for about 17. If we If we could get Having Maguire back for £20 million or less, would you have him? I'm not saying pay 85 because obviously he's not the player we let go, but would you have him back for like a cut price 20 million pounds? Let me know what you think in the chat, and we'll come we'll come back to that later. Um, but would you would you have Maguire back if it was a if it was a cheap price? Um Dancing, bonjour Chris, bonjour. Uh, watching, eating, and revising. I'm a woman's dream. it not mean nightmare. Uh, <laughs> first time for everything, Daniel. I think it'll be a dry one. Anyway, that's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> a prime Messi would be bad at Man United. Exactly, exactly. This is what I'm saying. And you know these players that are going mad about Harry Maguire. Look, he's a captain. He was expensive. That's why they're having a go at him. I get it. You know, they paid 80-odd million for him. He was not too bad, I believe, for the first couple of seasons. But like I say, everybody's gone down there now. Um, Spencer says, I would say, the longer the window goes on, the more Fafana's price will go up. Like We've got him on a five-year deal. And he's come out and said, and we will come on to Fafana in a minute in more detail. Jamie Vardy. Uh, Jamie Vardy is reportedly in talks to extend his contract at Leicester City for another year. Uh, The City favourite is in the final 12 months of his current deal at the KP, which was signed in 2020. Vardy has scored 164 goals in 386 games for the Foxes since joining from Fleetwood Town in 2012. Wow, wow, wow. And we looked at that, and thought, we weren't even in the Premier League then, and we just paid a million pounds for a non-league player. It's amazing, amazing. Um, reports have emerged that the 35 year old is in talks to sign an extension to his current deal. He's 35, guys. He's 35. A year, would you give him that? Would you give him two? I mean, you know, he's getting on. I, I've always said that I see Jamie Vardy's um career as going down the line of being a super sub, that eventually Dacca will take over. And Dak will, you know, be the guy on for 70 minutes, knacker the defence out with his speed and running. And then, um, sorry, this is annoying me. And then um, Vardy comes on for the last 20 minutes when they're all knackered. So, um, but yeah, I, I let certainly for the one season, definitely, definitely sign him up. Do not let him go. I don't think he'd go anywhere else. I think he wants to end his... English career anyway at um <laughs> at um at Leicester I don't think he he really doesn't want to go anywhere else whether he goes to America or not obviously that's an option Geordie says Chris when you said kp couldn't help but think of nuts yeah looking at me as well I'm guessing <laughs> okay. um, apparently, we Leicester City are in 70 million transfer claim as key replacement identified. Apparently, we are closely monitoring Nantes goalkeeper Alban Lafont as a potential replacement for Kasper Schmeichel, according to reports. Now, apparently, it's from the French outlet MediaFoot. Now, I don't know who the hell Media Foot is. I've never heard of them. But is this how we are getting now as Leicester, you know, as Leicester Mercury, Leicestershire Live, all of those? We are taking clips from 90minute.com, This is Football, all those sorts of general news sites, and putting them out as genuine, genuine links couple of years ago, we'd have, we'd have wiped our bottom with the paper that those are written on. But now, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Scott is saying, uh, I think a year is good for both parties as he can help with his knowledge and experience to help Daka. Uh, I don't think any any more than a year, in, in, to be honest. Yep, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Vardy's had a few links with Chelsea and Manchester United. Post, I think he'll stay. What's your thoughts? Vardy's not going to go. Vardy, i mean is he gonna get the game time at chelsea do they play to his strengths we could argue that brendan doesn't always play to his strengths i don't know um yeah i don't i don't i mean would you go to manchester united i don't know still wondering what anybody's thoughts are on having maguire back and, and it's never going to happen, but just out, just out of interest, what your thoughts are. But why are we looking at this goalkeeper? Now, Brendan Rodgers, for some reason, and I get it, I guess I get it, he likes three goalkeepers. That's why we had Jopakovic sat on the bench in splinters in his arse for three or four years. He likes three goalkeepers. Problem is, is that what we need to be spending money on? Surely, we've missed out on Luckman. And Brendan Rodgers has come out and going, oh, he would have the game would have been perfect for him against Brentford. Well, you let him fucking go, didn't you? Or Rudkin did, or somebody did at the club. You know, he'd have, he'd, have, he'd, have start, he'd have snapped our hands off to come back here. And we've let him go. Do we need that money that we could potentially spend on that position, which we've never really filled properly since... Um, uh uh Mares left do we need to spend that on a third choice goalkeeper we've got three goalkeepers for god's sake you know we've we've got ward an international played okay one premier league game he played quite fair few cup games he's not bad at stopping penalties if you remember in some of those cup games and i tell you what he impressed me during um the, the game against Brentford he didn't have a lot to do but when he did in the first half he, he was there um and I, I just, yeah, I I just think a third goalkeeper. You know, we, we've we've got Ward, we've got Everson, and I believe it. I'd love to see Everson actually play in, um, in in the you know cup games, and then we've got Stolchuk that would be that third choice goalkeeper why when we've got those do we need to go out and buy somebody brendan screw your head on look where we need it um Dubrovka. <laughs> well we were linked with him at one well, we're linked with everybody aren't we but uh we don't need to we do not need to buy goalkeepers we really don't mike was making his food girl welcome back welcome back hope you're not going to poison yourself Scott said 80 million to take him off the hands. I tell you what, if they said to us, you know, 10 million, do you want him back? I'd say yes. I do think it's Man United that have made Maguire a bad player. Not that Maguire is is particularly a bad player. As Geordie said earlier, Messi, Prime Messi in that team would be rubbish. Now then. Um, Club keen on 17 million Leicester City transfer after Brendan Rodgers comments. It seems to be a nice number, that 17 million <laughs> It seems to be quoted in every story. Uh, but Monaco remain interested in the summer move for Leicester City midfielder Babakary Samare, with Brendan Rodgers side standing firm on their asking price. The Frenchman arrived at City last summer, but failed to adapt to the tempo of the Premier League in his first season. The 23-year-old played a total of 30 times in all competitions. In fairness, um, he's looked good probably in only a couple, if we're honest. Um, I think it's a bit hard to say he hasn't adapted to the game in his first season because he's come from a different league he's come from a, a foreign league that plays differently to the premier league how long did it take vardy to adapt just moving up in the same country from a lower to an upper division it can take a, a season you know we were unlucky last year that we had to play him in games where we probably wouldn't want to um and i i, I Soyunchu was the prime example he was here for a year before he you know before we sold maguire knowing that maguire was going to be going uh we got him in and he had a year to adapt he came in and let's be honest with you we know his appendage was a lot bigger and we didn't miss maguire at all um but samari maybe that's what he needed but allegedly he's he's fallen out with uh, Brendan. Brendan's asked him to, to change his game a little bit. But then if you're going to ask a player to change the game, why buy them? You know, you will, surely when you go out and say, right, this is the player we want. And let's be honest with you, he was, a title, he was a title winner in France with Lille. And that, you know, when you come to think about Paris Saint-Germain, that isn't a, an easy thing to do. But if we bought him... Surely we knew what his strengths and weaknesses are. I know this isn't just Brendan, this is the whole recruitment team. We must have looked at that and go, yeah, no, this is his strength, he's good at this, he's bad at that. And then we get him in and we say, well, actually, we want you to do this. You know, that's like getting Riyad Mahrez in and saying to him, right, we want you to play as a, as a central defender. I mean... I sometimes won I thought that this club was run quite well in in parts, but I am beginning to wonder whether this is Brendan the recruitment team. Why go and spend millions on a player and then you want to change him? What is the point? Why didn't we just buy a player that plays like you want him to play Brendan or is that is that too obvious? Am I stating the obvious here um Scott said he thinks there's something going on between Brendan and the board? Uh, I'm not saying Brendan's a bad manager. I just think he's is on thin ice with his decisions both on and off the pitch. Um, looking at his interviews, he's he's into self-preservation. Is Brendan? He will say whatever he wants to say to, um, you know, to keep him, you know, keep well, keep his job. Basically, uh, it is that. Th- well, everybody said he had this third-year syndrome, doesn't he? Um, maybe he's feeling that a little bit. He was under pressure last season. Um I'm gonna we're gonna be going through the sky report later. So let let's see let's leave that until then. But Mike said he thinks Brendan will go, but who's gonna be in for him? You know, when he was linked with Man United and Tottenham when we were doing well, he's not got those links now. Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid and Barcelona haven't come knocking at our doors asking for him. Um not even Spurs. Oh, Arsenal. Arsenal might, because they they like everything Leicester, don't they? But basically, if Samara's going to go, good luck to him. I don't blame him whatsoever, because, like I say, I don't think he's been given a fair crack of the whip. And why buy a player who plays style A when you need a player that plays style B? Why don't you just go and buy a player that plays um, plays, uh, style B? If we're offered a little bit under the 17, apparently we're holding out for this, then we'll see. We'll see what happens. A player that has gone, and that is um, Hamza Chowdhury. Hair today, or hair hey, yesterday, gone today, as they say. I know it's a bad pun again. I'll, I'll give myself one of these. Go on. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah. um. I get confused about about Hamza, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't used to rate him. Um, he, He very much always had a red card in him when he went out on the pitch. And I wasn't sure about his talent. I guess you could say behind Indeedy and Mendy, he was always going to be third choice. But the thing about him was, he was... He yes, you know, it was versatile. Remember that Liverpool game when we beat them 1-0? Um, and I just remember Brendan coming out and all those pictures where he's going like, "Yes, yeah, my man. Hey, look at him, he's brilliant. Blowing smoke up his arse. And then we never saw him again. Now, as everybody has been saying to me, that... You know, Brendan is right to praise players when they have a good game. Yes, praise them. But he was got his head so far up Chowdhury's arse, it was coming out of his mouth. And then not to play him and now to put him up. You know, it's going to be a point where if, if, if Brendan says you've got a good game, it's, well, I don't believe him. He's going to sell me next week. That's what that means. In fact, the dreaded vote of confidence to him, he's giving that to the players. He was absolutely, absolutely the best thing since sliced bread after that game oh shut up Brendan don't do it you know say he had a good game he was probably our best player that's fine but all those pictures with you pointing at him and and, oh oh, you were being so sycophant towards him I just I I I I I I I, I just think I just think sometimes I, I am starting to waver On Brendan, I'm not going to lie. I am starting to waver on the way that he handles things. He's absolutely shit, and I don't think they trust him with the um, transfers. You're quite right on that, Scott. I I would say that they don't trust him on that, and that's why we've got Rudkin. That's why we've got this coach, this this this, from Southampton that we can't get until after the window. how is this club being run? This, this guy, this guy will be very interesting later. Uh, Spencer said that could have been trying to get rid of him in January. We could have done. I think West Brom were interested. I mean, what he's gone to Watford and he's turned down West Brom. Would you want to go and play for Steve Bruce? I'm sorry, but he's gone. He's gone. It's a year's loan. He's gone on. Uh, Have they got an option to buy? 24-year-olds join the Hornets on a long run spell. Yep, with an option to buy. Um, Let's be honest with you, we'll we'll see him next season back in the Premier League with Watford. (laughs) We'll see him for a season. Um, Watford fans seem quite happy. Let's have a look at what a few of the Watford fans were saying. Jack, great signing, proper old-fashioned defensive midfielder. Always room for one of them in the Championship. Bringing a creative option alongside him and the midfield is much more respectable. Vic says, we've been in desperate need of a defensive midfielder since Kapooi left. Happy with this. Um, CD Smith, really happy with this. Not the most composed, but covers a lot of ground. Does the simple stuff well and physically strong. Something that we really lack. Miles, very happy with this signing. Welcome to Watford, Hamza Chowdhury. Uh, Douglas could be worse, could be better. Main thing, he's an upgrade on Cleverly. I'm saying something because he to be Man United yeah i see what you mean douglas uh joe proper signing that a perfect move for all parties involved um watch them versus the hornets nest big fan of this signing get loser back from injury and in the midfield is looking much better um but cameron says he's torn on the signing bill has impressed me for lester especially when he wrote through great signing i think you i think we'll all agree he goes with our best wishes um you know he's, he's he's been a little bit naughty in his time let's be honest with you um cough covid parties uncough but um yeah i think we wish we do wish him all the best um great to, scott uh, scott says great to see hamza out on loan i best position back at center back um this time last year ashley couldn't or wouldn't let us loan hamza um, how's it changed in a year? Uh indeed, now you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't look at him. Um Rene, good evening. How are you, sir? Welcome along. Uh Samari will go, I believe, and I, I think he will, but like I say, it's sad, but just one that didn't work out. Um Scott says, Chris, you're proving my point about Rogers. I'm just saying, you know, I I'm a Rogers fan, I think he's done well, but he's a coach keep him away from the signings obviously run them past him get him involved but don't let him suggest anybody (laughs) i'm sorry i am you know i'm not i'm not an outer i'm still an inner but i am beginning i'm wavering a little bit um renee you see everybody says okay let's get rid of him who are we going to get in you're saying get potch in how do we know that potch would come I reckon that Potch would get um, a top six club in the UK uh, or in England. Sorry. Um, He'd get, he'd get a top side and we're not that. So I don't think Potch would come to us. You know, how many years we we kept going on. Oh, Ancelotti wants to come. Ancelotti, Ancelotti never wanted to come. He didn't come. And he went to Everton over us in the end. So now whether we actually ever made the move for him or not, I don't know, but you know, we never get him. Um, Scott, Rene, I'm not in the Brendan now. I still believe he has purpose at Leicester. I just don't agree with his interviews. Ingre indeed. Fantastic signing for them, says Mike. Well, I mean, the thing is as well, of course, now we had 27 players. 25 man squad for the Premier League. Schmeichel's gone. Chowdry's gone. So we're now down to those twenty-five. Maybe. What's his space? Uh, don't necessarily believe everything you read on Twitter. Would Poch be good for us? Probably. Probably. I don't think he's a bad manager. I think he was treated uh, badly, you know. he And he had a season, if you remember, at Spurs, uh, a summer transfer, I think it was. Or was it winter where he didn't sign anybody? So he'd feel at home here. If I try and go to Leicester, no, I I agree with you, Mike. I agree. I don't think you would. Uh, Basically, I'd say Dice would still be in contention. I think I would rather shoot myself, Dan. I would rather shoot myself. This is how football changes. However, many years ago, it was always being linked with Leicester. Please, for God no. Um, Chris could always get Steve Cooper. (laughs) We've <laughs> got the cat amongst the pigeons I am saying nothing I am saying nothing Would I moan? I probably wouldn't if I'm honest with you And Geordie says Leicester are a well-run club by its owners So why wouldn't Poch come? i tell you the thing with Poch right? Poch with Poch Pochettino Is if he came I think he would only come because he he didn't have any other offers. And I think if he did come, as soon as a big club came sniffing, I think he'd be off. You know? Yeah, as Mike said there, um, Poch had no signings and got to the Champions League final with Spuds. Yeah, totally. I mean... I'm not saying he's not a bad manager he is a very good manager as i've just said spurs treated him horrendously but i honestly think we would be a stepping stone for him because like i said if we if we signed him and let's say ten hag didn't work out at man united and the owners got rid and they came knocking um i think he, i think he i think he'd jump ship straight away i really really do um. Anyway, Caraboo Cup draw tonight, and we are going to be talking about that and what Sky have been saying about Leicester City, and we'll be doing that straight after this. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Indeed, and please do it. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Yes, indeed. Now, I'm going to try and get this up on the screen because it is quite long, so do bear with me. While I am doing this, um, it is, well, we've got a show coming up at nine o'clock. Myself and Dan. Um, It's the. Big bad badge show. I should have called it that, shouldn't I? The big bad badge show. Wow. Um, we will be actually just as a difference. I know we we always rate the um, the shirts, the home and away. Well, we're going to actually be rating everybody in the Premier League, all twenty teams, badges. So a little bit different. A little bit different. Um, big bad badge show. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to actually I'm going to write that down. I do I do like that. <laughs> I know I'm sad, aren't I? The Big Bad Badge Show. Oh, yes, indeedy. Right, so after that, we're going to start with talking about 9 o'clock. About 9 o'clock, should be 9 o'clock. And I say, what would you do? is going through everybody's uh, badge from uh, AFC Bournemouth down to Wolves and rating them. Some are good, some are nice, some are just plain awful. So, bit of fun, bit of fun. Um, they are. Well, whilst we're on air, they'll probably be doing the draw. So, if we're still on air at the end, we will do the. We will bring you details of the Caribou Cup draw. Um, Scott says, "What's the chance of we get Newport again?" Um... <sighs> Uh, rate the shirts one to 20. Uh, well, we were not actually wait. We've done the shirts, we've done the shirts anyway. We're just waiting for all the away shirts to come out, less than having brought their second strip out yet. Uh, I hope we get Burnley on to the FL Cup. Um, I've only two clubs' badges away from completing my homework. Dan has got some information. On the badges, um, do you reckon we'll get Newport again? That could be interesting. Um, there is offering lists, Potter, Dice, Ancelotti and Mancini. Would you want Ancelotti? Because I wouldn't, not now. Um, yeah, OK, he's, he's done well at Real Madrid, but that's just, uh, I don't know, I don't think, I'm, i tell you what, he's another one. Not only Poch, but Ancelotti, we know if he came to us, and he, is he going to leave Man, uh, Real Madrid for us? I doubt it. Mancini, Italian manager, he might, he might be, I don't know. I don't know. Right, let's have a look at this. Um Mike says we can't get Leicester. Are we in the we're in the South, I think, as well, are you? Because you're in are you in the South? You're South Wales, aren't you? Um Geordie Toon says, uh, Scott says, Geordie, I understand what you're saying about pot. I just think we we'll, you'll want a bigger club. As for managers bringing in Nukes Steve Cooper as a tra- as a track record, as well as others. I've got to be honest with you. Would I want Poch or would I want Cooper? I would take Steve Cooper. I really would, because of what I've said before. For, and I'm not saying this because it's Forrest, but at the moment, we are the bigger club, the Nottingham Forest. It would be a step up for him. Poch, like I say, I just think him and Chalotti, if any of those came, they'd they'd go like that, you know. Uh, oh, we've put we've been put in the northern section. Oh, my God. What? That's like cobbled pitches and wooden seats. And that's just Burnley. Um, Anyway, let's have a look at what they have been saying on Sky Sports about Leicester City. So bear with me because it's quite a long one. So I'm going to quite try and cut it down a little bit but as they say so bear with me um we won't take any questions until the end but it is a very very it's probably the most sensible thing that has come out during this transfer window about leicester city so this is written by rob dorsett who is obviously skies sports news senior reporter for the midlands that's a huge title isn't it Can you imagine this badge must go from one side of his chest to the other Anyway, Leicester City remain the only Premier League club yet to sign a new player. Even more worrying for supporters is the fact that some of their biggest stars for Farnham, Manistin, Tielemans, Barnes are being targeted by some of the richest clubs in the Premier League. So what is the problem? Is the club in financial trouble? Have Leicester lost their, their ambition? Are they now a selling club? The answer to all of these questions is No. For those of us that are saying, "Oh, it's a selling club, it's a selling club," the answer to that is no. It's all part of an unwavering plan, which, whilst unpalatable to many Leicester fans, is consistent with their long-term strategy. Let's first of, let's first um, let's deal first sorry, with the possible outgoings. Let's just uh, bring that up. Leicester fans are understandably mortified at the prospect of losing one or more of the jewels in their crown, especially with no signs of new blood coming in. Let's we'll quickly get past Brentford game. They've already lost a favourite in Casper Schmeichel, uh, remember, with no prospect of a light-for-light light replacement. With that, that's the one point where I say we don't need one. Uh, but so far, Schmeichel aside, who was given special dispensation because of his outstanding service to the club, The owners have rejected every bid that has come in for one of their best players. Chelsea's second bid for Fafana was more than double the one that Leicester paid St Etienne for him less than two years ago. To sell now would sound like sensible business, no? Double your money in just over 18 months? Not if, like Leicester, you believe Fafana's value will grow still further after another season or two in the Premier League. That's why they're very reluctant to sell now. Unless Chelsea really are prepared to go big and he clips the world record fee that Man U played for Harry Maguire. Leicester's approach might be more difficult to sustain if Fafana himself is desperate to leave. His cryptic Instagram message saying he will annoy a lot of people if he does what's best for him has been interpreted, interpreted as him favouring a move to Stamford Bridge. Uh, but, my, but my understanding, that says Rob Dorsett at Sky, is that whilst ambitious, he is happy at Leicester, hence him signing a contract extension just five months ago. And it's hard to see a player of Favana's character going on strike or agitating for a move like Riyad Mahrez did in 2018. Well done, at least somebody agrees with me about Mahrez. Leicester's success in recent years has been in selling one of their best players for top dollars and reinvesting that money wisely. Look at the departure of Mahrez, Canty, Chilwell and Maguire. If they're to sell any of their players now, it will only be if the buying club is prepared to pay a premium. Whilst the pandemic hit King Power very hard as an international duty-free business, Leicester City is not, I repeat, is not in any financial trouble. So no player will be sold on the cheap. And to that end, I've been told that privately, Leicester bosses have found Newcastle offers for Madison verging on the offensive. Wow, Geordie. Wow. And then we can see Leicester's transfer spending by season. Uh, and that's that's our spent. Um, so 16, 17, 82, eight, virtually the same in 17, 18. 18, 19, 104.3, uh, then 91, then 51, then 55. Uh, uh, nothing at the bottom there. And this is what we've sold 57 points, well, 57 in 1617, 45 and a half, 69, 80, and 53.7. So the net spend 25.3 in 1617, 36, 35.3, 11. I think that's a minus there, minus 2.2. You've got to think maybe that was that the season we got rid of Samare. 55 million uh twenty-one twenty two and so far minus eight hundred and fifty thousand uh because obviously that was the Schmeichel one. Furthermore, the price of each of those stars is rising by the day. A buying club will have to pay more free Tielemans in the final week of the window compared with now, because Leicester would then have little time to reinvest that money in a replacement. Another key point to make is one of brutal reality. And this is where I, I, I absolutely think this guy is so spot on. Leicester cannot compete financially with the big six right now. No one, not even Liverpool probably, can p- compete with Manchester City and Chelsea in terms of financial clout. I think you could probably also add Newcastle to that, Geordie. Leicester have a plan to start to address that, but it will take years, decades maybe. At a cost of 100000000 million, built quite a brilliant new training ground which opened at Christmas and which, many feel, is as good as any other club facility in world football. That was money which could have been spent on the squad, but Leicester's bosses felt it was more important to build something more lasting, something which will help attract world-class signings in the future and help further develop the homegrown talent which has served Leicester so well, as in Barnes, Dewsbury Hall, Luke Thomas as examples. Almost exactly a year ago, they unveiled plans to build a new 220-room hotel and events and entertainment venue and plans to expand the King Power Stadium by 8,000 seats to a total of 40,000. Ambitious stuff, but here is the rub. When finished, the stadium will still only be just half the size of Old Trafford. So we're expanding and we're only going to be still half the size of Old, Old Trafford. At the time, in August 2021, the club announcement read, to continue competing in the Premier League requires a disciplined, sustainable and innovative business model. And that statement perhaps best sums up Leicester's approach. To compete on the pitch with the best in the Premier League, you have to get closer to competing with them off the pitch. So now it's a conscious plan to invest more of the club's finances right now in the club's infrastructure rather than the first team. Tottenham, did similar and was similar similarly criticised when they built the mesmeric Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was that good. <laughs> it is, actually. But this isn't the only reason Leicester have been so quiet in this summer's transfer market. There is money for Brendan Rogers to strengthen the squad, besides all the investment in buildings. But before any of that money is spent on new players, there is a determination that the squad must be trimmed. Leicester's best team is very strong, as evidenced by the lineup Rogers picked for the season opener against Brentford, even without the injured Barnes and Ricardo. But they don't have the depth of quality throughout the wider squad that the Big Six enjoy. And, that, and yet, Leicester have a lot of senior pros on big money who aren't part of Rogers' plans going forward. Kagler, uh, Soyuncu, apparently, Bertrand, Vestergaard, Perez, Pratt, and the Chowdhury, which we know. Uh, three of whom were even in the match day squad on Sunday and watched from the stands. We now obviously know Chowdhury's going. Uh, you can include um, Sumare in that. Dennis Pratt has actually said he wants to, to stay, I believe, and he's made up with Brendan Rogers, so that that might be outdated now. It's tough to keep those players happy if they're not playing, and unhappy players can affect the unity and positivity of an Esquire squad. And remember, Leicester didn't have European football this season when some of those squad players could get a, a run out. The strategy is clearly, is very clearly to get as many of those unwanted players off the wage bill as post, soon as possible before thinking of replacing them with new faces. Uh, another problem is that Leicester only want to buy players who are as good, if not better, than players in their starting eleven. That, to me, is the point. You know, there's no point going out and buying players dare I say, Bertrand, dare I say, Vestergaard, that aren't as good as the players we already have. And they're both difficult to find and expensive. More than that, players of the sort of quality Leicester are interested in will want guaranteed football. Who's prepared to sit on the bench at the King Power Stadium when you could be on more money sitting on the bench at the Emirates or St James's Park? You know, that is very true. You know, we, we we as Leicester fans look at Leicester blue, through blue-tinted spectacles. Um, but we are not, even though what we've achieved these last, you know, six years since we got promoted, we are not a Tottenham. We are not an Arsenal. We are not now a Newcastle with all respect to them. We're not a Man City. You know, players would not want to sit on our bench where they would go and sit on Manchester City's. It's very, very true. Uh, Add to this the fact that Leicester had so many injuries last season, Vardy, Fafana, Rindidi, Evans, Ricardo, Justin, Castagne, Barnes, Madison, and Soyuncu, and, of course, not forgetting uh, Uncle Tom Cobley, all had lengthy spells on the sidelines. This meant that players that might have been sold sooner are still on the books. Quite simply, Leicester needed the numbers last season. They don't this season. So to sum up, Leicester's bosses hope the supporters can remain patient that the manager, hugely ambitious and coveted as he is, can remain patient too and still buy into the Leicester way. Rogers, of course, would like to have more funds for players, but he understands and respects the Leicester model. There is little doubt that, while Leicester's squad has stood still, the clubs they're competing with in the top half of the Premier League have progressed and strengthened. The fans' fears are predictable and totally understandable, and an opening day home draw against Brentford did little to boost their expectations. But it's a stark fact that the spending of the likes of man city Chelsea, liverpool arsenal and spurs and almost certainly manchester united too by the end of the window leicester could spend 150 million this summer and still be no more likely than they are now to break the top six it's a tough sell to explain to though uh that to leicester fee paying public who understandably want to see their squad getting stronger every year with exciting quality expensive new additions leicester bosses have to hope that their supporters understand and trust them that clever management and strategy that has got Leicester to where they are will stand them in good stead for the future too. Whoa, <laughs> there we go. I did say I did say it was a long, a long piece, but how how truthful, how on the ball is that, Rob Dorset? I I tough my cap to you, sir that is so perfect I sit here and I get frustrated as we all do at not signing players and you know these channels that we all do we like to come on we want to get people watching we want to get people commenting subscribing etc etc and sometimes we do vent our feelings I've actually put the post-match show that we do myself and Brad back well, we used to do it about 30 minutes after the final kickoff. I've now put it back to two hours. And if it's a night game to the day after to give us time to sort of reflect and, and accept what had happened rather than just going at it like bull in a china shop. There's so much of that is so very, very true. I, was, I actually watched uh, a video earlier, and it was um, Chris Kamara and somebody else were interviewing Alan Pardew and uh, David O'Leary, who you may remember was the manager at Leeds. And it was a bit of an eye-opener about, uh, about Leeds, because um, it all started to go wrong after David O'Leary had left because they wouldn't back him. And the problem with Leeds was they gambled. They gambled on getting into Europe and that gamble didn't pay off. We all know what happened. They went bust. They went down to the third tier, as, of course, we did as well. But look how long it's taken them to get back. You know, we've been here nine years. They've only just come back. Do we want that to happen to Leicester City? I don't. I would, you know, if if Top was to knock on my door now, I think go away. I'm doing a show, but now if Top was to knock on my door now, I'd say to him, "Mate, I understand. That has made it clear. You have got the interest of this club at heart. Yes, it might mean for a season or two we have to bite the bullet, but long term, and that's what it is all about. We have got to invest the right way." And I think we have got the owners that will do it. Have Manchester United invested the right way? I don't think so. They, what they paid, was it six hundred million. I was I, I, I read today six hundred million that they paid for Manchester United. They borrowed that. They put themselves in debt to buy the club. That club is still in six hundred million pounds worth of debt. They have not spent any money or all the transfer money is generated by the club they have still got that debt and that debt is still hanging around manchester united and look where it's got them now yes while fergie was there as it said on this i think it was a show i was watching while they had fergie there it kind of papered over the cracks a little bit and they are always still winning not saying that the fans were happy of course they weren't back even then but do we want that for our club? We've been there. We know what it's like. You know, Gary Lineker had to dig us out once in, the, in his consortium. Milan Mandrich had to dig us out a second time. Thank God that Milan found the King Power Group or Asian Investments, whatever it was called then, and didn't sell us to Gaymark like he did with Portsmouth. And obviously the guy was allegedly a bit of a criminal. Um I don't want that for my club. If, you know, if Top says to me, you know, when he comes through and he's had his cup of tea and, and, and you know, a, 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 a jammy dodger, uh, I might let him have a jammy dodger. And, if, you know, he said to me, well, look, Chris, do you want me to risk everything or shall we try and compete over a longer period? And maybe it means a couple of seasons when we're eighth, ninth, tenth, even eleventh. But in the long term... I have I would not want to be in the same position as what happened to Leeds I would not want to be in the same position It's happened to Derby very recently you know they were gambling on getting up and getting into the premier league it didn't happen look what has happened to derby we've been there we've we've been there seen it we've owned the t-shirt honestly it 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 got so many so many facts right uh, it, it was it was talking 100% um Let's just go back and catch up with some comments. Um, um, Mike says um, you've been in the, you and Villa. I think it was wrong with Villa. He said yeah, we've been put it in. Anyone um, know, explain why we have three strips and everyone clashed with Brighton? Apparently, our third strip is mainly white green. How does that clash? Let's be honest with you. What happened in the old black and white days, we never used to worry about that. Um Mike's just going through the numbers for the show. Um, Chris, remember in the Battle of the North and South, Leicester will always be Midlanders. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um Mike's just still going through all the numbers there for everybody. Um let's move on. Just trying to yeah thanks for doing that mike um no we don't need to replace casper why go out and spend money on on a casper replacement when we've got danny ward there are others we we need a right midfielder we've lost out on I've, i've said it before i've said it before um Fafana isn't leaving unless Chelsea pay hundred million or Chelsea need to give up on Fafana and they're wanting wasting the money on Fafana. They don't go up that high or not? I don't know, but yeah, I agree Rennie. They they should be paying a lot. You um, didn't believe something is, <laughs> I don't know what it was. He didn't believe because uh, it was quite a long, quite a long story that um, it's all tune tax. Um, don't worry, Leicester fans. We are buying Paquita from Leon instead of a regular for Brazil. Uh, oh, I see now. Yes, the fact that we were uh, disgusted with your offers. Uh, you see, but Newcastle have got to be very careful because Newcastle come knocking on the door and like, now nah, it's Newcastle. Add 10 million to that and we'll think about it. You know, you've, you've got to walk a fine line with that one, uh, Geordie. Um, let's just go down. Um, Geordie says, I, I like Madison a lot. He should have played for England. Um, don't want to be another Everton. Um, B. Croms in. Good evening. Hamza is so underrated and valued. Um, Chris, do you think we could persuade Grealish to sit on the bench as <laughs> a backup to Madison? He would be. He would be a backup to Madison, but that is the point exactly. You know, he had he's had one season, a billion-pound player, one season at Man City, he, he, he was a bench warmer for a lot of it. Now he's going to get a bit more regular games because of the signings that all the players have let go. Sterling, for example. Uh, but would he have done that at Leicester? No, no, not at all. Uh, Mellor's in. Hello, Chris. Uh, I'm delighted to see Hamza in a Watford shirt. Rob Edwards will look after him. Well, if he does well for you, mate, you've got an option to buy. Yeah. Um, Actually, the draw is out for me on Choudhury. Unfortunately, I just think the two players we have in that position, definitely indeedy. And I think Mendy is probably overall better. Rico's in. Good evening, sir. Um, how are you? Um, good idea, Chris. Some time. more emotions get the better of us. After all, it's only a game. Sometimes I need to try and pick out some positives and thoughts behind things that happen during the game. I don't know. I think that two hours will will make a difference. Uh, B-Chrome, we don't need to sign players. We all have the players in that puzzle, but Rudyard doesn't know how to put them together. That's another story. Chris doesn't help the Leicestershire council holding back the plan. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Scott. That is bad. Um, B-Chrome, we have a 3-5-2. Indeed, he has to play at a centre-back because... He can't pass, but Mendy Hamza are the holding midfielders. Hi, Fields Fox. Good evening. How are you? I have friends in Thailand. They are scared to death to talk about King Power and their tax evasion's millions of pounds worth. Well, I'm sure if it is, there's something going will happen to them. Uh, Renny, do you think Top spent our money in January? I think if you listen to what I've just said, read out, we have got money. The money is there, but why pay it on players' that we haven't got the space to, to play. Barcelona are doing that. Do you want to be Barcelona? Okay, guys, let me ask this question. Do you want to be Barcelona? They are bankrupt. They are mortgaged up to the hilt, double, triple, quadruple mortgage. They are buying players that they've not even registered yet with the Liga. Do we want to be in that position? No, we don't. If you haven't, if you haven't read it, I don't know whether it will allow me to do this or not. Um, but the, what I have just read out is in the. Um, will it let me do this. Yes, it will. There's there's the link. There's the link for you to what I've just read out. Go and read it. It makes absolutely. Rob Dorsett, mate, is one of the best reporters around, and that is an absolutely fantastic. Um, now I'm just saying, though, Rennie. You know, Barcelona Leeds, Derby. Let let you know when it is. Is Rob as Rob said there in that talk? The owners are investigating in the infrastructure to close the gap on the big six in the long term. We have come so far, but we've now got to take the next step. It is frustrating, and that's the thing, Scott. It is frustrating. Um, but when you read it like that, and maybe maybe the owner should have come out and done something like that, I don't know. But when you read it like that, and I'm sure Rob obviously has his contacts at the club, it does make me feel better. But let's be honest with you, we're not going to get relegated. There's worse, there's three worse teams than us in that league at the moment, so we're not going to go down. So if it is another season without Europe, if we do lose Tielemans. The long-term, we've got to look at, and when you come to think, you've got to think of financial fair play. We are expanding our stadium, and we will still, after the expansion, only be half the size of Old Trafford. Um, Anthony, good evening. Nobody thinks about the second window after the World Cup. There will be lots of signings in that window, I think. They will, but I think it'll be silly money because people will have seen them play six, seven games in the World Cup, and that guy's a star, and sign him. Um, Gazelle. Do you remember Gazelle? Algerian, the new Mahrez. Uh And there was another one as well. What was that Polish guy that, that we signed? Oh, we, we, we had a fantastic Euros, and we signed him. He was a right-winger, I think, and we never saw him. We never some, I think he played about three games um, but no as you say Scott we don't want to be like them and and that's the worry uh, Dan is a silly market players are right now talking themselves away from clubs or for a place in the World Cup um, don't overspend or fall the price of a player that would turn on your team uh, Scott says I agree Chris if we don't make signings for the greater of the club then so be it rather than do things sensibly, looking at the greater picture. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent, uh, youth players. Now it wasn't Kramaric. Ah, that's it. Kaputska. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Kramaric, I don't think was given a chance. That's another one of Kramerich and Musa for me, are two that got away, but th- there we go. Yeah. Kaputska. Fantastic euros for Poland. Came to us. So, you know, I I am dreading some of the players that might be signed, and if you go and look at some of the play, the what they call the you know the signing disasters, there's some bad ones out there, and a lot of them do come after a Euros or a World Cup. Um, Kaputski, Yep says Mike. So basically, I feel a lot better having read that. It's come from a source, Sky that, okay, you know, it's the same as The Sun, they're both owned by the same people, but Rob Dorsett knows his stuff. He's a good reporter. You know, he doesn't get to that job at Sky by not knowing his stuff. That, it's a long one, and thank you for bearing with me while I read it out. Then, you know, do go and read it again if I bought the socks off you. (laughs) I do know I can do that. Uh, But yeah, please, please go and read it, and it does make you feel better. And, yeah, if we've got to take a couple of seasons to step back, uh, then for the long-term benefit of the club, so be it. Um, If we do need one player, we need a winger like Mares, a dribbling magician, we don't need anybody else. Exactly. I can say that... Um, i wish we'd kept um luckman but hey that's gone that's gone but uh anyway two players out the squad's down to 25 maybe with a couple of extra ones we can then go out and get someone we will see um first of september the window finishes we are looking probably at about um 50, 20 days something like that so almost three weeks still when things can happen guys thank you so much um Please, like I say, I'll put the link there in the chat. If you are a Leicester fan, um, please go and read that and take in what Rob is saying, because, as I say, he does actually talk a hell of a lot of sense. Unlike me and unlike Dan, and we will both be back at 9 o'clock with the Big Bad Bad Show. Oh, you know, I, I, I can't stop saying that now. Uh, please do come back. And please, guys, please, if you haven't already, please, please, please consider doing that. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform, Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. It is. Nine o'clock same channel don't touch that dial. I've <laughs> always wanted to say that it's the big bad bad show nine o'clock with me and young Daniel from turfmore house t v um and all all the comments in that show are Dan's, not mine just in case you want to know who to blame. Thanks very much. <laughs> you beat me uh, you beat me to it about making sense. <laughs> yeah i never do i never do i will see you along with dan at nine thanks very much for tuning in guys do go off and read that um that uh that article if you read nothing else this transfer window just read that and uh, and accept and uh understand what's being said see you at nine thank you very much now guys take care thanks for watching thanks for listening if you've been doing that on your favorite podcast platform see you later goodbye don't do anything i wouldn't enjoy Better like the two off, I'll be fine. Cool, I'm out of here. Oh, that's a wrap. So, people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is in... Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. instant glam visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25 percent off impress manicure and press on falsies this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans